two. Right. Good morning, everybody. Hey now. Folks, welcome to Enough, the only podcast where you can hear a couple guys talk about movies and TV shows. We're brought to you in part by Benefix. We're your hosts, Ryan and Scotty. Welcome to the program. How we doing, Pops? Pretty good. Uh, how's, uh, how's that rash doing? That rash? Do I have a rash? What are you doing? Are you doing a bit? It's a bit. Okay. You're what, my awful be, beard? You're supposed to be uncomfortable. No, Scotty's got a good beard going on. What's this rash stuff? Looking good to me. Okay, he's in. Yeah, I say we keep the beard. Okay. What's this rash bit? It's just a bad bit, like we're here in public, and you go, how's that rash? And then it's supposed to make the other person uncomfortable. Oh, I get you. I thought it was... It was a miss. It was a great way to start, coming out swinging with a dud. (laughs) We're back. Dopely. We're the new Siskel and Ebert, the fans are saying. Can I be the dead one? Yes. (laughs) We can both be the dead one. Oh, true. <laughs> <laughs> who's, yeah, who's it who? Ebert who had no face? Yeah. Do you want to die of uh, jaw cancer or brain cancer? I'm going to go brain. Okay. So you're Siskel. He died first. Okay, that's fine. He I got, prefer to be gone before you. I'll have a nice arduous... Uh, I'll have my jaw removed, and one of my final reviews will be of Cloud Atlas. That's how I'll go. Oh. That's Ebert stuff. Um, yeah, poor guys. That was I, cheap watched, and gritty. Since we were with with uh, Cod Peace last week, I didn't get a chance to talk about a lot of stuff I watched, so we can yeah. dive in here. The Cod Pod was a stunning success. The fans loved it. He'll be back next week. He wasn't available tonight. We teased a, um, a part due with uh, going through his iTunes library, which is... That's coming soon, yeah. He was busy yeah. this evening, but we will have him back. I thought, ASAP. Of, I thought of a fun new name for us, or just a bit. I've been sitting on this. Us as the Turkey Boys. <laughs> like the Jerky Boys. I, I like it, <laughs> but can we spell boys B O I S? Uh, yes. That okay. seems like the cool new thing to do. And it's us, like, prank calling people as movie characters, perhaps? Maybe a new segment for the show? Um, I'll do my Daniel Plainview voice, bring that back. I will do my Bane impression. As you know, it's spot on. Yeah. Timely, home run. Should I do the exact one I did last week? I think the fans will like that? Yeah. Or? yeah. Okay. You'll maybe know nothing about drilling. <laughs> and yes, this they is pick back up, now. They pick up the phone and I say, You're probably asking yourself, <laughs> Why would you shoot a man before throwing him out of a plane? And they'll be like, You're a big guy! Hmm. Just? Hmm. <laughs> They'll be like, huh? For you. I want you to work on a Bane from Batman and Robin, the 1997 the wacky movie Schumacher Bane with all the, the colors. and Yeah. The one. He, was, he which, was a shame. This is almost a segue to something I had some notes about. They're releasing all those movies in theaters again because it's like the 80th anniversary of Batman. And we already missed the good one, didn't the we? The 30th anniversary of the original Batman with Nicholson and Keaton. Yeah, we missed that. I'd go see Dark Knight in the theater because I never got to because I was in rehab. Oh, you never saw that in the theater? Nope. That'd be a good thing. I was in rehab when it was in theaters and they wouldn't let me go. Bastards. The, um. 
Yeah, they released. I was them. like, I've been waiting three years for this movie. Like, no, because what it begins, oh five. Yeah, or 06, somewhere in there. It was 05, I think. Yeah, that's I remember right. thinking it had been three years of waiting, and I was like, I really want to see this. And yeah. there was just nobody. And I had to find an, a sober person from an AA meeting to take me. Mm. And I didn't do that because I didn't care. Yeah. And it's like, I just want to go to the movies. <laughs> Can yeah. you just let me out? I got to go. I would have gone alone. Yeah. No, but they're. Taking the bus. They're re-releasing all the the original four. I don't know if they're doing the Nolan ones, which is puzzling. But they do it for one night only. Like, Batman was playing on, like, last Sunday, and I was all jazzed up to go, but then I couldn't make it because they only had one 1 p.m. screening on a Sunday. And it's like, you have this this film reel of this. Like, why why not have, like, a week of screenings? Give some people time to get to one. It's annoying how they do it, uh, like, like one night. Part of the night. appeals, it's like a, like a, like a rare thing. Yeah, like an un- event. out for weeks, then it wouldn't seem like it was anything. They should do one week, or at least have a couple screenings. Like, one showing, it bummed me out, because I, I would love to see the original Batman on the big screen. It's a <laughs> classic. Nicholson with that big gun on the big screen. That gooey gun? <laughs> that gooey gun! Um... Do we have anything in the mail bag? Do we get any mail after giving away our uh, We did, actually. Uh, we got one letter Ooh. from uh, an anonymous fan. You going to keep it up? Big fan. Yep. Ooh. Um, this is big. Actually, this is from uh, a, the lovely and talented Catherine Chamberlain. Oh. She, uh, we can read the emails on air. She said, oh. hi, peeps. My thoughts. Number one. Very funny when Scott reviews his notes from the week. My notes, I guess, mean nothing to you, Catherine. Yeah, your notes are trash. Two, the comparison of Game of Thrones fans to New Year's Eve people made me legit LOL. Not only do I hate Game of Thrones and those who think it's amazing, but I despise the convos about it enough. Also loved picturing Rye putting his laundry away because he was bored, which is the truth. I got very bored. I also mm. hate Game of Thrones fans. It was what... I almost couldn't bring myself to watch the show because of the fan base. Just the people into it and just... I didn't want to hear about it anymore. You have to watch it when it airs because if you're online at all, it gets ruined the second it airs. Every frame of it gets turned into a meme or a tweet or a thing. It's why TV is for people like us who don't spoil things. We have a fucking podcast talking about shows and we don't spoil things. Yeah, well, movies, I, shows, whatever. I, I'm always dancing around spoilers because I hate hearing spoilers, so I try to well, be yeah, good about that. It sucks. Yeah. And then she said she wants to try to have us recommend some actual series that people other than the Enough cast will watch. And she enjoyed that Cod likes billions. That's funny. And I like that she calls us a cast. Yeah. Like this is a... <laughs> like a real show. Yes. What about... Uh, Bloodline, Breaking Bad. She needs. She watched both of those, but she needs a new series to watch. Just Obviously real quick, she's seen those for the fans. Bloodline is a show that has an amazing first season, but it gets so bad in the second and third season and ends so poorly. Just don't watch it. It'll just bum you out. Like a Dexter level, like awful, unsatisfying finale, where you'll just be like, "Why? Why did this happen? What is this?" But uh, thanks, Catherine, for yeah. that uh, for those lovely words. And uh, what are you doing over there? 
<laughs> um, just, you know, spacing out. Lainly. Let's see. Um, oof, I have so many stupid movies that I watched, man. Do we so wanna, many stupid movies. Do we want to do our shuts first? Shuts of the week? I got a, I got a few this week. Uh, sure. The uh, I actually didn't write my shuts down. Did wow. I? Oh, yes, I did. I got one, two, three, four. I was going to say, yeah. I got four. Don't worry. And this is from two weeks. You go first because so I only have two. Shuts cause I've, I got into a couple of things. Yeah. That's I good. I shut off Under the Skin with Scarlett Johansson. I like this movie. I fucking hated it. It's an A24 production, Scarlett Johansson, bullshit sci-fi snooze fest that makes no sense. Goodbye. It is very slow. I think it's a How cool How about coming movie. down here and getting topless? T-O-P-L-E-S-S, Scarlett Johansson. Scarlett Johansson, she's totally naked in it like oh, several she times. Is? Yeah. You I shut it. You shut it too early. I shut it off too soon. Yeah, that's the movie where like she's... Oh, well, that's a shame. Yeah. And even aside from that, I think... For you... It gets cool. She plays like an alien who's <clears throat> seducing all these dudes so they can like use their body for See, a- alien purposes. It's very artsy. <clears throat> and I might have kept going with it if you were here to tell me about what was happening because I got lost. It's true. Mr. Question Man. Mr. Question Man. It was funny the other night you were watching, you were toying with the idea of being a Marvel guy and you are watching Avengers Infinity War. <laughs> And I was just laughing. You were texting <laughs> questions like, "Like who is Hulk?" and like, "What is what is Iron Man doing?" Like that level of <laughs> of stuff. Like dad questions. Yeah. Like if like a seventy year old man is just tuning in midway through and like hadn't seen the yeah. others. What, what's I, up with this the, Thor fella? We saw the original one in the theater, and mm. then I didn't even consider watching Infinity War or Endgame. Mm. And I mean, <clears throat> yeah, I I really didn't like Endgame one bit. Infinity I, War is the one you watched, right? I, I mean, Infinity War. I thought it was, mm. I it was like in the beginning, I was like, this is pretty cool. Yeah, and you seem to be digging it for. A I bit. was digging it for like a half hour, and then it just slowed down, <laughs> and then and it I kept was, going, and then it like. I don't really find Tom Hiddleston to be interesting. I don't really think Paul Bettany should still be getting work. You're right on both of those. I find Elizabeth Olsen to be pretty off. She's just to me, she's kind of off-putting. Like I liked her in uh, Good Night and Good Luck or whatever that movie was <laughs> in the snow with Jeremy Renner shooting people. Oh, Wind River. Yeah, yeah, that was a decent flick. But that's that's mainly just because I love like Renner when he doesn't talk. There's so many people in these Avengers movies. The cast, like... I mean, Cheadle's in there, for crying out loud. And he's like a... They give him, like, a lot to do. Maybe too much. It's like... Enough with Cheadle over here. But shut-wise, what did I shut? I shut off this movie called The Catcher Was a Spy. Which is a movie starring Paul Rudd. It's, like, based on a true story about a Red Sox catcher who was recruited to kill a CIA officer. Which I was like, oh, that sounds almost interesting, and popped it on, and it was one of the most crushingly boring movies I've ever tried to watch. What was it called again? The Catcher Was a Spy. I assume that's some sort of The Catcher in the Rye pun, because oh. it, it's about a Red Sox catcher, he was a spy, and kid, then... Kid, as bop, long bop. as it's about my socks, kid. That's all that matters. No fucking doubt, kid. Oh, here we go. I got another good one. Blue Iguana with Sam Rockwell and Ben Schwartz. I've shut that. That was very oh. shuttable. 
them as like a, a duo of criminals. Mm. I don't even have notes on it. It was so bad. I shut it within like the opening credits. Sam Rockwell's in a lot of <clears throat> movies like that where you've never heard of it and you're on streaming and then you just happen upon it. It's like, this, I probably would have heard of this if it was any good, but let me give it a go anyways. I turned off Action Point, which is the latest uh, Johnny Knoxville vehicle. It's another one of his wacky, like, I'm hurting myself and, and being vulgar movies. But this one, he tried to, like, have a story. It's about him, like, owning an amusement park, and it was unwatchable. Turned it off. Ugh. About 30 minutes in. Like, the opening bit in this movie is he's, like, stuck in a tree, and there's a drunk bear that's yelling at him. Like, a bear wants his beer, and he's like, oh, get out of here, you prick. It's like, oh... This is, it's just like, come on, like, what? I'm back in. Oh, I'm selling ink on this as I try to, like... It sounds, I, sounds hilarious. Fuck. It's not what you I intended. You realize I, I have a very infantile sense of humor. Yeah, it's, it's that stuff, but, like, not in the right way. Sometimes you can get down with that stuff, but this was just, like, you could tell they just mailed it in in every way. Those are my only shots. You got any, what else you turn I off? got more. I shut off a movie called We Don't Belong Here. We Don't Belong Here. With Catherine Keener, Anton Yelchin, may he rest in peace. Riley Keough, Molly Shannon, Justin Chatwin, Maya Rudolph, and Carrie Elwes. It's a pretty Catherine strong Keener, indie cast. Catherine Keener is a mother in everything. Mm. It's well, she's she, that age where that's probably the only role she can get. It's kind of boring for her. That that's, Keener. She's beholden to this career of... I don't know. Anton Yelchin plays like a bleach blonde bipolar guy. And buh, he, buh, buh. he kills himself in the very beginning of the movie. And like it's implied that Carrie Elwes is a child molester. It always is. And I just, I shut it. I couldn't do it. Yeah. Funny, well, do you remember that movie where he's attracted to the younger girl? Crush? Crush. It's a big ank flick. I love Crush. I remember you. Alicia Silverstone. I believe I've masturbated to that movie. That sounds right. At a tender age. That's a movie I've never seen, but I've I know I've heard you recommend several times. It's a big one. And Crash. It's simple, uh, but yeah, we don't belong here. The 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 tagline is a matriarch of a dysfunctional or by synopsis rather a matriarch of a dysfunctional family is pushed to her tipping point by the disappearance of her son. Hmm. And I don't know. I I, sh- I shut it off pretty quickly. I shut off Come to Daddy with Elijah Wood. Hmm. What's that about? I don't know. I shut it. <laughs> <laughs> let's let's get to our proper reviews. We don't hate everything. We we, um, we like movies on occasion. I did some good rewatches. Did you? Oh, yeah. What do you some got? Classics. I rewatched Layer Cake. The Layer uh, Cake. Lebowski mate. for like the fiftieth time. Classic. Uh, a simple man. You mean a serious man? A serious man. Yeah. As I read that, I'm like, oopsie. I love that movie, and I'm glad you're coming around on oh, it. I never was out. Oh, were you out? It. Someone was out. Cod's out. I feel like I've I've had to defend that movie. It's a cod. On many. I've people. always so like other people too. Yeah. No, it's great. People think that's. I'll one be out of, in a minute. Yeah. People think that's one of the boring Coen Brothers movies. That's one of their best. I think it's in my top three. Yeah. I would I'm agree. going Lebowski's number one. I don't care how cliche it is. I'm not hip enough to pick a different one. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm into that, and I agree. I would do the same. <clears throat> I got to give it a no country for two. 
Interesting pick. I like No Country. Uh, I'm gonna no go Country no, a lot too. No blah, Country blah, blah, blah. for number two. Burn After Reading for number three. What? That's wild. Serious Man for number four. And I'm going Barton Fink for five. Interesting. Fargo's not in this equation. No. I can't believe you have Burn After Reading in that top three. I love that movie. It's like funny and fun, but I don't know. I'm a big uh, off the beaten path Clooney guy. Mm. Like whenever he's just not himself. Like a fish out of water, Clooney is the best Clooney. Like yeah. him all cool in Ocean's Eleven is like, okay, like I like it. I like it. I like it. But it's, yeah, like we get it. Like you're handsome. You have, you know, charisma. You're, I'm not. Or <laughs> I don't <laughs> use a compass from high school to pop their whiteheads. I was like, "Where's this going?" There we are. I Far- lack charisma. Farley. <laughs> the um. I don't own a toothbrush. <laughs> I can't reach all parts of my body. <laughs> this hitting do we want to get into uh that zach efron ted bundy movie yes because it was fucking outstanding the uh this is a netflix film just came out uh last week it's called extremely wicked shockingly evil and vile one of the worst titles for a movie i've ever heard i think it's a real quote from one of the FBI guys. Well, yeah, the, is, at one point, John Malkovich's character says it. Which, I think the judge in real life said it. He I did. I don't think that... You did look this up? Okay. Yeah, because they, they show the footage, the real-life footage during the credits, and I watched some of it, and I was like... I always love when they say the title in the movie. That's like a fun thing that... Uh, Hank and Beverly Gelfand. That happens from time to time. Hello, and welcome to Zaggots. I'm oh. Bev Gelfand, and this is my husband, Hank. What do you want? Are we gonna Hank and I are watch the entirety of this? Or are you gonna watch the entirety of this, Riley? I can't see the screen. Hank and I. No! We're going out to dinner for the occasion. <laughs> I was gonna, I'll come back to it. I just want to hear that. You hear that, Hank? You should, guys should see the look on Scott's face when I play the clips. It's just the, ti- just, the timing is just. <laughs> mwah. It's just the whole bit. Good. Uh, but. The <laughs> Malkovich. Yes. Let's no, dive into the fact yes. that Malkovich is <clears throat> a fucking sensation in this and everything what? else. I Did love not, him. Didn't expect to hear that. I love him. I think he's awesome. I like like his cadence, his tone, his posturing. What his... the fuck are you talking about? Is that your Malkovich? Yeah, that was terrible. But he's always like yelling at everyone. <clears throat> You're in... in a league of morons. Yeah, that's that's better. And a, that a, a woman... proper line. That woman, no, I forget. That, what does it say? That woman, I can't get it. It's a shame. They're using him in a lot of these Netflix original movies, though. He must like have a deal with them. He was in like uh, Bird Box, one of the other ones. This was a Netflix Ridge. It's a thing. But this is the Zac Efron Ted Bundy movie. It's directed by Joe Berlinger, who I looked him up on IMDb, and he's done a lot of uh, serial killer documentaries. You've probably seen a lot of his work, so he seemed like a good pick to do the this feature film version. But uh, yeah, I loved it. I have no time. One sec. I thought it was actually oddly <clears throat> very low on violence for a movie like this. There's literally one like twenty second scene of 
violence the whole movie. I think it's because they wanted to make it. They knew that putting Zac Efron in it would get a lot of people to watch it. Hmm. And if they made it too gory, I'm guessing that Efron's people were like, listen, like we'll do this, but it can't be, you know, cannibal holocaust. Mm. Or we're not able to put him into this project. Like they probably wanted to mute it a little bit just because then it's maybe more mass appeal. Like there's only a certain amount. A lot of people, especially the female audience, the women who would be watching this because he's a handsome gentleman, mm. they're not going to want to see some woman getting her head ripped off. Yeah, but I don't think they'd change a movie like that much just to... Like, this movie has no violence in it at all. It must have been, like, the plan They from built the it around him, though, clearly. No? Maybe. I don't know. But, like, it was just odd. Like, halfway through the movie, I'm like, is, was, is Ted Bundy innocent? Like, what's going on here? Like, the whole movie, like, it's just about him, like, being a nice guy. And there are certain moments where he, like, gives himself away, but it's very... It was a very well, subtle film. In the movie and the story's defense, from what I've read about Ted Bundy based on, you know, like close-up occurrences and from people that knew him, mm. the whole thing that was so creepy about it is that he did kind of come across as a regular guy. Like, he had a lot of friends. His neighbors liked him. Like, he wasn't like a... Yeah. It's he the classic serial killer thing. Like Yeah, like... Well, like who'd have known... And even more so with him because he was good looking. Like even like Jeffrey Dahmer was like a freak, mm. you know. And let's see. But yeah, it's like oddly sympathetic. Like the whole they really they like make you feel bad for him. It's it was kind of like a weird, different uh, portrayal. I enjoyed watching it though. I thought it was interesting all the way through. There's a fun twist. Where, I thought like, it was going to be a feature like in the in the theater. I didn't realize it was coming straight to Netflix. Yeah. I think it did well at one of the festivals and was like supposed to have a theatrical run. Then they were just like, nah, I don't even know. It was probably Zac Efron's finest performance. <laughs> Although his second best performance is in like Mike and Dave need wedding dates. <laughs> so it's not really that impressive. Uh, I enjoyed that movie. Did you? I'm an Adam Divine guy. <laughs> I am too. He's fun. Uh, he's, he's wacky chubby little guy he's uh but yeah that that was extremely wicked shockingly evil vile yes, oh, yes, worst yes. title of all I can't stop yawning I can't warm up I can't did you have a long day kid a little time I did yeah I woke up early big day a lot of clients ba 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 um let me just sneak in real quick I saw Shazam last week starring uh Zach F or uh, <laughs> fuck Zachary Levi the joke's gone yeah just continue. You you've described him as the poor man's John Krasinski. I that was where I was jumping to. Thanks yes. for picking up the ball. And I after seeing Shazam, I gotta tell you, it's the other way around, pal. This he's, he's the guy, huh? He's the guy. <laughs> I do was, like him better than John Krasinski. I just think for whatever reason, due to the office and like being married to Emily Blunt and Right Place, Right Time. A Quiet Place was a huge hit. He's like a guy now. Well, and he's did the Jack Reacher, Jack Ryan series. Yeah. That, like that, that only dad. dads can enjoy. <laughs> the dads across the nation are like, it's pretty good. I don't know. I, I'm liking it. I no, watched but, like 15 seconds of it, and I just was like, this is this sucks. It's terrible. No, but real quick, Shazam, very charming, very fun movie. Like way cute, better, yeah. way better than I thought it was gonna be. So, was it funny? Yeah. It had like a bunch of good bits. 
It's like big, the Tom Hanks movie, but with a superhero. It's a kid. Which you and Joey turns go? In, yeah. Joey, that friend Braintree of the show. Theater. Braintree. Hi, Joey. Joey, what up? Joey got a popcorn, lots of butter. He likes the butter. The Did whole he do deal. the butter in the middle and the top? The I think he just went up top. Yeah, you got to go middle and then the top. <laughs> yeah, and then like rustle it in. Yeah. But uh, or like that, if you're doing your own butter, that's tough. You got to ask him for two containers. You got to dump it into one, mm. and then butter them both, and then put them back together and shake them up. God, that butter is filthy. It gets all over your hands. Yeah, it's like oil. It's like a it's a <laughs> it's a flick, a flick ruiner. Gets all over your hands, and then you're touching your phone and the seats, and it's just a nightmare. Yeah, but yeah, it was good. I recommend it. All right. Charming, fun. Are you, you caught up on Barry? I'm not. I I've been meaning to get in me there. I want to discuss it. Ne- next show, I'm gonna. That's on the top right. of my list. I'm gonna get all. Barry. I'll keep it on the list. What if? What, ba- what else are we excited about TV wise? I can't wait for Succession and Big Little Lies to come back. Ooh. These are two shows. My sister's saying we got to recommend shows. Yeah. Boom, there's two right there. Succession, Big Little Lies. Jump right in. I haven't seen Big Little Lies. I will say I love Succession. The first Dude, season Big of that Lies show. Is awesome. I know. I, I and try, it's so I, easy to pick up right in. You can you can cruise. These are both, both one season shows. That's why it's a good recommend. Succession's incredible. It's like a must see. Big Little Lies. I couldn't get into. I might try to get back in there, but who knows? No, but uh, you you were watching uh that Netflix show Dead to Me. Do you want to talk about oh, talk on yeah. that for about a moment? I forgot to write the notes on that though, but I did love it. Yeah, I saw one uh, episode. Do you have a su- synopsis? I don't. Well, I got it. It's a show about a couple gal pals. You got Christina Applegate and what's her face? That babe that I like, Linda Cardellini, as she's horrible in it. Who she's Cardellini? Like good, but her character's so fucking hateable. That's true. There's a twist. Dead at to the Me end is an American episode. dark comedy web television series created by Liz Feldman that premiered on May 3rd, 2019, on Netflix. The series stars Christina Applegate and Linda Cardellini as a and is executive produced by this is okay tell me what, it, what it's about <laughs> the premise Just about going. a powerful friendship that blossoms between Jen a tightly wound widow and Judy a free spirit with a shocking secret mm. it's, it's actually not even that shocking but it, it isn't it actually I guess it is think about the perspective of what it is yeah, it's that's, fucking nuts that's true and the her, that's, her whole character sucks because of it It's you're supposed to hate her a little bit I think yeah she, does, she reveals herself to be like a, a weirdo. Total weirdo. I'm still into it, though. I thought it was a, a very intriguing pilot. Did you watch all show. of it? I only saw the first episode. Oh, I watched all ten in one day. <laughs> because See, I don't have a life. But we can't decide Cut. where to go. It's Do back. you know where you want to go, <laughs> Hank? Go away! Day and night. <laughs> we can all find a place in our Zagat's New York restaurant guide. Did you see a most SNL, together. by the way? I'll just sneak in. Dear God, here we go. Dabadoo. Sandler. Did you watch the his SNL? The funniest man who's ever lived. He hosts, I don't know about it. I didn't watch the one that he hosted, but I heard that it was cute. It was. I've used that word too many times already. If I use it again. It's fine. Things it's are cute. Over. The show's over. Wow, but I did you you liked it? I only watched half of it. It had one really funny sketch where he goes to a he's playing himself and he goes to a Sandler family reunion and everyone at the reunion is like one of the characters from his movies and they're all like like one of them's like Bobby Boucher. It's like well I I, I think you I think you stole my likeness for that movie 
And then like this. Wait, uh, was it uh, Pete Davidson as the Water Boy? Pete Davidson was Little Nicky, and he actually <laughs> he kind of he kind of mailed in as Little Nicky. It could have been. Stronger. He mails in everything. Should have been like, hey, hey guys. Uh, little Nicky is funny. Reveal. You're not going to hear any arguments from this side of the table. That's actually on Prime. I've been thinking about rewatching that because I am uh, oh, did, unwell. Did you watch uh, that new Gaspar Noel or Noir movie? Climax? Yeah. No, I want to. I have it. Ooh. It, it came up on my iTunes from a pre-order. You want to watch that? I was just going to say, let's watch it right after this. We can this. watch Love and see that real D.I. Oh, that, that D.I. That real love scene with the D.I. coming. Yes, that guy who shows his DI in that movie like 800 times, he's dating Zoe Kravitz. Yep. Good pull that. for him. <laughs> Is it though? He's pretty handsome. Yeah, well, she's a babe. I mean, it's just a good pull. It's a power couple. Do you think her hair smells? Good? I always imagine her <laughs> father's hair really being smelly from like being on stage dreads. and rocking out. She's probably fine. He has dreads, right? Dreads yeah. are smell bombs. Yeah. Or do only white people's dreads smell really bad? I bet all dreads smell. I feel like all dreads must smell. Fans, if you have any intel on this, let us know. Uh, We need an ideal guest for us would be a white dread (laughs) person. Yes. And we can can break down. If you know one of the twins from uh, The Matrix Reloaded, and you can give us their... uh, The Wachowski sisters perhaps could hook us up with them. I actually heard that they might be making another Matrix movie, and I think that's exciting. I'm a big fan of their work. Um, Another Matrix movie after all this time? I'd be in. You'd be in. I mean, I'll see literally anything. <laughs> I would have <laughs> I seen... I thought you were going to say, I'd see anything they make. But no, I'd just see anything. anything at all. <laughs> I would see... What was I thinking about earlier? The the DC uh, universe is coming, coming out with their answer to Avengers Endgame, and it's Swamp Thing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That they have this whole channel that like no one I know. Oh, is it one of those? It's not even a release. Yeah, I think it's a TV show. Oh, that's even worse. Or it might be a movie. DC's all over the place. They don't know what they're doing. That sounds like the turkey of a lifetime. They're making like a sequel to Suicide Squad over there. Uh, All over that. I always found it just impressive how they managed to make like Batman and Superman uncool and make like bad movies with with such beloved characters. Give them some gobbles. It's like, how did you manage to... I saw Suicide Squad in the theaters in Portland, Maine. And yeah. then uh, again in a hotel room. And then again at home twice. I've watched Suicide Squad four times. Um, How's that sound? It's kind of fucked up. But I respect it. It's a, it's a very weird movie. It's got some stuff going on. It's like a long music video. It's like... It's just like stuff happening... There's no, like, cohesion to it. No work. No substance. <laughs> did you want to talk about the new Anthony Jeselnik special? He seemed I to did, enjoy yeah. it quite a bit. I... It's one of the funniest co- comedy specials, like, most tight, like, well-put-together specials I've ever seen. I think he's very funny. I, wa- I loved it. I watched it, Can too. Can I play a bit from it? Sure. Where's the... No, but real. There's a full. Cl- I had a. He has like clip such here. a cadence and a delivery, that's like, he's very funny. But by by the end of the special, I was getting kind of annoyed. Everything Just he does, the is, way he does it, yeah. He's he's like, so the Holocaust, it didn't happen. I don't. Yeah, that's pretty much the greatest opening joke of all time. Because 
That he talks like very slow. It's like on with it. He's fucking brilliant. <laughs> He's fucking brilliant. I love it. I think it's awesome. That, it, like the way like he does that. Like even if you've never heard of me before, which I doubt. And he like yeah. does this camera look. It's just. He's just funny, man. He's definitely a performer. He's giving like a performer. I've heard him in interviews. He speaks normally. He's doing like a whole thing up there. Of course, they, a lot of them do. Like, look at Dalia, like with acting like a black guy for the entire special. It didn't happen. <clears throat> Is that good? I feel like that's getting there. Um, he's out. He's out, folks. And he s- stick to <laughs> Brian Williams. <laughs> wow. And he has a lot of bits about like dropping babies. Like he brings that up like five times. I appreciate the, that he hung in there with it, but it's not really that funny. Yeah, it's like I get not it. even because like I own a baby or have a baby, and I'm a fa- <laughs> do you do you own a baby? <laughs> I wish. Uh, sure, sure. Um, no, but yeah, it's like it's I get too, it. Like, You're the I'm shocking not offended, guy, but it's just like it's stupid. It's like yeah. oh, we get it. You're shocking everybody. No, yeah. exactly. That's I do love him though, and I think it's real tight. And there's no gaffes, mistakes. Like it's just. No gaffes? None. I might have he seen doesn't a, stumble. I might have seen a gaff or two. I'd love to hear about it. <laughs> a gaff again? Um, <clears throat> but yeah, it was good. I, I need to finish it. As I mentioned, I just got like tired of his delivery and was like, ah, I need a break. And I, I'll, I'll I, finish it. It's He's on fu- Netflix for those of you that would like to check it out. Yeah, it's, it's quite it's, funny. If you've not seen him before, I, you could warm up with his other special... Um, it's also on Netflix. I'm drawing a blank. Thoughts on the name. and prayers there is the is. old one. The new Good one's get. Fire in the Maternity Ward, which is kind of campy. Not campy. It's uh, kind of shocking, right? It's my thing. <laughs> okay, I'm done. I did it's meet him. <laughs> I met him when I was in Los Angeles bartending, and he's a nice guy. I'm like a cool he d- dude. He doesn't talk like that at all in real life. Of course I do. I read some article in Variety that was kind of, almost kind of making fun of him for revamping his entire look. Because like, he used to kind of like wear a suit jacket and he was clean shaven and had like shiny shoes on. Mm. Now he's wearing like motorcycle boots with like dark jeans and like a leather jacket. And he has, he has a full beard and like he's, he has a cooler look now, but it just doesn't really feel like it's him. Yeah. I only care about the jokes doesn't matter what they're dressed up like, man. Oh. What do you think? He's in. What else you got? I'm kind of tapped out on notes. He's tapped. I got nothing. I'm riffing at this point. I, um... I was watching... Oh, here's one. It's called Patty's yeah. Place on 12th Street. <laughs> yeah. There's an Art Deco interior and the international cuisine. That sounds like a lot of fun. <laughs> <laughs> My father said get married. He should rot in his grave. I watched, uh, they have a new edition of, uh, an extended edition of The Hateful Eight on Netflix. Oh. A movie that I don't love, but... I'm a Tarantino guy and I hated it. Yeah. Maybe give it another go. (laughs) Because I was... So, because they made it longer, it's going to be better. It was already like three and a half and it's in one room with Tim Roth, like, I'm by the fire! I hated everything about it. One thing I will say, they, they split it up into four sections. The first section is the whole part with them on the stagecoach, which you can skip that whole part. That's like 50 minutes that you can just like ignore. You don't need it. It's just like boring back and forth. 
Any movie that has a scene on a stagecoach is a snooze. Just yeah, so, I don't want to see anything in a stagecoach. Yeah, I agree with that completely. Out. So there's four parts. Start at part two, and then it's just like them in the bar. There's a lot of good stuff in this movie. Like someone compared it to the thing, the John Carpenter movie. Where, you know, like, there's a bunch of people stuck in a, a wintry locale, and they can't, uh, they don't know who to trust. There's similarities. Like, kind of like M. Night Shyamalan devil? Uh, sure. I wasn't being kidding. Oh, <laughs> I thought you were. I, was, it, did I, I didn't see it? devil. Oh, it's, they're all stuck in an elevator, and oh, you don't yes. know who did it. Yeah. That's, there's probably some of that in there. But, uh... Yeah, the hateful eight, the extended. I don't know. It's not like amazing, but I was watching it and liking it more than I used to. I was like you when I saw it the first time. I was like, this movie is unnecessarily long and doesn't have that much good stuff in it. But especially like watch maybe a segment at a time. Maybe just ease into it. Ank, not feeling it. The um, what else was I watching here? The Coddy Guard. We're saving that for the Cod Pod Part 2. Yeah, just, just a cheese. For the fans. Oh, you told me to watch you told me to watch the Sisters Brothers. I oh, shut yeah. that off. Yep. With Joaquin, John C. Riley, Riz Ahmed, and Jake Gyllenhaal. I liked it. Nineteen fifties Oregon, the infamous duo of assassins, Eli and Charlie Sisters, chase a gold prospector and his unexpected ally. It was directed by Jacques Auderd. Yeah, some it was French dark, guy. slow, and boring. And I always hate westerns, except Tombstone. Ooh. How's that? It was very slow. I kind of got into it. I liked how different it was. It like had some bits. It was very violent. Did you get to any of like, the really violent parts? I, I thought... shut it off real quick. Yeah. Real quick, pal. <laughs> Kid didn't give Should it... I give it another shot? I don't... It's on Hulu now. Yeah, I yeah, it's on Hulu. Pop it Speaking on. Speaking of stuff I shut off on I Hulu, that uh, Filth with James McAvoy and Jamie Bell. I've turned that off. That's a bad movie. A corrupt junkie cop with bipolar disorder attempts to manipulate his way through a promotion in order to win back his wife and daughter while also fi- fighting his own inner demons. <laughs> I like the, I like you giving like a proper setup for a movie that you just turned off. <laughs> like, let's explain this fully. That's a good bit. Well, when I write the synopsis down as I'm watching it, I'm like, well, you know, maybe I'm going to finish this. Okay, and that's a good You know call. what I did watch that I enjoyed on, I think it was on Hulu as well, was Scenic Route with uh, Josh Dumel and... You're a big Duhamel guy. Is it Dumel? I always said Duhamel. I don't even know. Does it matter? And then that it, other guy, it does and then the not. other guy who I recognized but didn't know his name, and... I've never heard of this. Any good? Well, you shut it off, you're saying, I think. I mean, it's a piece of shit, but like <laughs> it was like a fun piece of shit. I like those. Like, you know, you, you want to watch it all the way through. Like, there was nothing about me that would have shut that movie off. It I call was, those wild turkeys. Where that guy, it's bad, but Kevin fun. Kevin Getz, or Goats, did the, was the director. He did uh, Martyrs. And, Martyrs. And that movie with Guy Pierce that I'm forgetting the name of. Guy Pierce. Yeah, basically it's these two guys and they're in a truck driving through the desert and one of the guys messes with the truck to get it to break down because he wanted to like have time with the other guy to like talk through their issues because they're like buddies having a falling out. Hey, bud. 
and he thinks he can put the car back like this one part back in and it'll be fine and then the cars mm. of course doesn't work and they're Uh-oh. stuck out there and they both go nuts and like beat each other up and like have all these like wild conversations and they're dehydrated and starving and hot and delusional and then cold at night because it's the desert and mm. it's an interesting premise it's two dudes a truck and one scene or one you know that sounds like a movie setting I like when they make the most out of a one-setting movie. Like a movie that should be boring. It's just like people talking in a place, but they managed to make it good. It was kind of crappy, but it wasn't boring. What was the name of this again for the fans? It was called Scenic Root, and you can catch it on Hulu. Ooh. I'm going to check this out. You'd like like it. I'm going to fire up the Team Hulu. The Turkey Boys are going to take that in. Our third mic, the Meg, is rustling. Leanly. The, um, what else do we have here? Hateful Eight. Someone online was uh, posing the question, what is the most perfectly titled movie? And someone's answer was Face Off. (laughs) Hi, Maggie. (laughs) Can you hear her on mic? Fans who like dog ASMR are really going to enjoy that. Sounds icy. But uh, isn't Face Off the most perfectly titled movie ever? It works on like three levels. It's They're facing off. They're taking each other's faces off. It's cool. It makes sense. It's all there. And it's an outstanding movie. Yes. We were talking about this the other day about how superhero movies ruined. And I want to save this too. Because, you know, for the Cod Pod 2, because that's a big topic with us, but... The Cod Pod Part 2. But we can dive into... I mean, like a movie like... I don't know if it was you or Cod that said this, but a movie like Face Off mm. would never get made today. And if yeah. it did, it would go straight to VOD, and nobody would ever see it. It would be a Netflix original movie with, like, a fraction of the budget that a Face Off had, and it would probably not be good. And it wouldn't have had two of the most marketable stars... It would have had like two guys that you don't really remember and it would have been a piece of crap and it would have fallen to the bottom of the list yeah. and slipped through the cracks. It's a bummer. Like movies, yeah, like weird action movies like that don't make it to theaters anymore. It has anymore. to be like a poignant indie movie about someone with special needs or something and then that may may get noticed and then or like a beautiful boy yeah, or, or like a call me by your name or like a superhero blockbuster. Mm-hmm. Or a franchised action movie, yeah. like Fast and Furious, or like something with The Rock, or it's just not going to get made. Or a remake. If, yeah. you, if they've already made it, and then they're going to jazz it up with shittier actors and you know, yeah. like a bigger CGI budget, then yeah. it's all in. It has to have a name. They don't just make something that no one's ever heard of that's not based on anything. It's like, and also it's kind of weird how they don't make comedies like nearly as much as they used to. No. Remember back in the day, like, a comedy would come out every week, like, in the theater, like, a new, you know, just a new whatever comedy. Now, there's, like, one a month, and it's always bad. Well, let's think about, like, we have, for all of 2018, we had, what, Game Night and Blockers, and in terms of comedies that actually were kind of funny. Yeah. And that's it. Yeah, like, movies like that used to come out every week. Now it's every month, and it's like, yeah, these are... I Some sh- of them are watched... Like, even Blockers actually, like, wasn't that great. Yeah, I was gonna say, those are, like, two decent examples. Game but, Night was hilarious. Yeah, I love Game Night. A movie like Game Night, for me, made me really happy because it's so... 
reminiscent of those kind of movies when we were younger. And yeah. Maybe we're just getting old and we don't get it anymore, but I just don't think that comedies make money and studios are like, well, this doesn't make money, so who cares if people are going to laugh? Yeah, there's something going on. Yeah, they, people must not go out to the theater to see them like they used to. Like last month, the only comedy that came out was Isn't It Romantic? That like Rebel Wilson, like. With Anne Hathaway? Like, no, that's the new one, The Hustle. Oh. It's Rebel Wilson's all over the place right now. But, uh. I probably won't see either of those, even though I secretly have a crush on Rebel. Ooh. Reveal. You in on her? I mean, she's, she's a big one. <laughs> she's a big girl, yeah. She's a big girl. You're a great big fat person. (laughs) You don't know what pain is. I was, uh... Thanks, Meg. (laughs) The fans love that laughing. Yes, I'm going to put her out in a minute. We're almost done anyway. We're over in an hour. I mean, lately I've been hating on Denzel Washington, much to the chagrin of... I wanted to have Monty on the phone for this. Of, think, let's see if he'll pick up. Yeah, give him a call. Much to the chagrin of everyone won't. else that uh, we've been talking to. I bet he will see if he will anyway. But I'm going to double down on this. Denzel Washington is boring. Wow. If, if he doesn't pick up, we'll leave him a voicemail on air, and that'll be a good bit. If he doesn't pick up, it's because he knows I'm right. He can't handle this heat. He knows I'm sorry. He knows every movie Denzel's made in the past ten years is a complete snooze. Michael. Denzel. Is he there? That is one hundred percent alpaca. You gotta blot that shit. Call failed. That's a big build up for nothing. But yeah, we can do more when uh, you know. If you want to have Monty on to do it, yeah, but we, I just I just I, think he's I this. think he's phenomenal and he's one of my favorite actors of all time and he's made like five or six like grand slam like hundred mile an hour home run movies. Has he? I think so. Okay. Training Day. I'll give him that. American Gangster. Mm. It's awesome, dude. Take it's, out like it's fine. Russell Crowe stuff and it's, it's one of the coolest movies ever made. Wow. The character Frank Lucas is awesome. The rest is okay. Mm-hmm. I, I'll give you that. Like, okay, like, uh, Idris Elba and not that, not Walt, the guy that Walton Goggins look alike with the mustache. And then that Hispanic guy who has a drug problem. I can't even like, remember. A lot of I, I saw this forever ago. Yeah. But his part, his role is unbelievable. Mm. I did like both Equalizer movies. See, that's um, messed up. Out of sight, out of sight. Um, the no. sequelizer. Now I'm getting distracted. Malcolm X Fair. is a classic. The Hurricane I enjoyed. I know you didn't. Mm. Um, I, I saw it like forever ago. I remember it being like okay at best. I don't know. Maybe I need to revisit. I not, I've never seen Malcolm X. I should Malcolm probably. Malcolm X is awesome. I man. should probably watch that. That's a watch. That's like a that's like a required reading. But I don't want to be too scandalous. And then he got game. Should... Did I say he got game? No, but I need to watch that. That also. movie's fucking awesome. You can't say you don't like Denzel if you haven't seen Malcolm X. And I've he seen got all game. the. I've seen all his bad movies. I've seen like Deja Vu and Two Guns, where it's him and Wahlberg, and like but they're all, all these movies because of Denzel was my point. That, uh, they wouldn't. They're be... like okay because of if Denzel. you put Will Smith in the part, you wouldn't even have put it on in the first place. I would have 
entired it if Will Smith was in it instead of Denzel. I think Will Smith's much better than Denzel. <laughs> exactly. No, but I just I'd like to see Denzel step outside his comfort zone. You think zone. Will Smith is better than Denzel? I do. Fuck. I'll go on the record with that. That sucks. I, I said his name just because it was the first black person that came to mind, but to put them in the same category is a crime. I agree, but for the like, opposite for reason like, that you think. I would, for Denzel, I'd put him in the category with uh, Morgan Freeman, Sidney Poitier. Oh. Um, Black De Niro. Lawrence Fishburne. Black De Niro. Black De Niro. <laughs> I'm repeating myself. No, but I said, I just. Something new from Denzel. He's always like the cool, calculated, like boss guy who can like do anything in any situation. I'd like to see him in like a a Lebowski type role. Him playing like a weird loser. Yeah, Roman Israel. That movie was unwatchable, and that's no, him, it wasn't. That's it was him good. as like a lawyer who wears he's, headphones, but he's mentally handicapped. Yeah, but and it's a Forrest Gump esque role. So that's ex- what you just described for what you're looking for is what he did with his last film. But I want well it, before Fences. I want it better and more fun. Roman, I, Roman see, I haven't watched Fences yet because I don't know. People say that's great. I haven't seen that. Yet. It was nominated. He directed that too. Or what about Denzel in a fat suit movie? What do you think about that? You're saying you need like a comedic Denzel, and I'm yes. I'm behind it because he is funny. He's in. I would see him in anything. So you put him in a fat suit. Uh, as a I think... handicapped guy, <laughs> and you know, in the opening credits, he has an accident in his pants, and I'm yeah. front row. Yeah, <laughs> well, back row, so I can text, but I'm there. King Kong ain't got shit on me. He ad libbed that line. I've heard that. It's a classic. It's awesome. Ad-lib. It's a strong ad lib. Anyone who ad libs that awesome of a line with that delivery, in the coolest role of all time. Until he does a fat suit movie, I'm bored by him. But maybe he'll change my mind. And uh, Avatar got delayed another year. I know you're sick over this. Oh, yeah, I need Avatar 5. That's the one I'm really <laughs> looking forward to. I got my fingers crossed. That's legitimately like scheduled to come out when we're like 43. It's, it'll, be, it'll be good. Something to look forward to. I can't, like we discussed time and time again, I genuinely cannot wait for the first time we're in the theater and the Avatar trailer pops up and it's like, you remember in 2008. Yeah. Or whatever, 2010. This forgettable movie. mind-blowing director James Cameron. Did you hear his quote about... uh, about Avengers? Avengers, yeah. I gotta read it because I don't remember it. People are like trying to give him shit about like, oh, like your movie's getting passed. It's like, oh, damn! Now I only have the second and third highest-grossing films of all time. <laughs> like, fuck me, right? Yeah, he passed. Congratulations like, after Titanic. Titanic was two point one eight seven billion dollars, and Endgame has already reached two point two seven billion. Yeah, it's gonna pass it. It's it did pass it. Yeah. Or, and it's going to pass uh, Avatar and be the number one. But Avatar. It, uh, it hasn't happened yet. Yeah, Jim Cameron said... He's calling himself I Jim. Mean, yeah. To Kevin and everybody what in are you Marvel... On? What are you, on the set of Iceberg sank the real Titanic. It took the Avengers to sink my Titanic. Everyone here at Lightstorm Entertainment salutes your amazing achievement. 
you've shown that the movie industry is not only alive and well, it's bigger than ever. Jim Cameron. He calls himself Jim, I guess. Which is What a class act. Like I sorry I stepped on your Ari bit or your entourage bit. That's funny. Yeah, that's cool. NBD. Fucking James Cameron. James. So I guess two point eight seven seven was Avatar, and they think it's gonna go past that. It will. Yeah. A hundred percent. That is a crazy amount of money. Three billion dollars. That dough in movie tickets. Yeah. <laughs> think about how many people that is. Even like what's like let's do the math. James Cameron owns Doe Island. Let's think about it. And he, tra- he travels oh, to and fro on his submarines. So three billion, right? How many zeros is that? I'm, three billion dollars. One, two, three. Some Doctor Evil stuff. Also, all three Austin Powers movies are on Netflix right now. Just to tell the fans, the, Re- the revisit Apple calculator them. Calculator will only let you go to up to three hundred million. That's chill. Or the highest you can go is nine hundred ninety-nine million. Revisit the Austin Powers trilogy, fans. You're going to be glad you did. Because they hold up. Yeah, they're great. I was watching the first one a few days ago. It's just so watchable. So stupid. So cheesy. Mike Myers, make a fourth one. What are you doing out there? And it was also funny. Like, they released... Disney had some sort of, like, announcement. They announced, like, all their movies through 2025... And that's why, like, all the Avatar news was coming out. But it's, like, it's just a sea of movies that say, like, Untitled Pixar Project, Untitled uh, Marvel Movie, Untitled friggin' Avatar. It's just, like, this is just nothingness. It's like, oh, so you guys are, you're, like, the only game in town now. Yes, you're going to be releasing several movies over the years. It's it's, it's odd. They've taken over completely. There's There's nothing fucking left. It's nothing left. Nothing but scraps. I um I miss the days when like Kiss Kiss Bang Bang was in theaters. Ooh, I was and, thinking like, about that movie earlier. I watched today. it the other day, actually. It's a great movie. Yeah. Uh, we saw that in the theaters at Hanover. You know what I see when I look up uh the definition of idiot in the dictionary? Uh a picture of me. No, the definition of the word idiot, which you fucking are. Thank you, thank you for getting that perfect, by the way. Oh, did I? Yeah, that you nailed it. Did I pass the Slight Butcher Bandits test? You did indeed. Not one mistake. This is big for me. Yeah, that's huge. That's huge. And for, I caught for, it on the visual yeah. element, too, which is even better. For fans who don't know, Anx is stickler for uh, word-perfect uh, dialogue recollection in quoting from films. And... Uh, the Slight Butcher Bandit is like my alias, I yeah, guess. that's his name. The SBB, it's a whole thing. The fans. Uh, we saw that in the theater. The fans are like, what? You know what I see when I look up a. Uh, oh, you're playing that. Idiot in the picture. <laughs> uh, a picture of me. No, the definition of the word idiot, which you fucking are. Thank you, thank you for getting that. Great movie. Is it a. Uh, we saw that in the theater. Is it Hanover? Safe. But yeah, we haven't. Um... We haven't been to the the theater in a bit. Not that we haven't hung out. I mean, we just there's been nothing to fucking see. No, yeah, I'm just saying the, the. That's what I'm saying. I'm pissed about yeah, it. Like, the, it's the like, new releases. Have I'd not like been to go strong. to the movies tonight. Yeah. Like we could go to a 9 p.m. show right now, but I like, looked at the times. That theater we normally go to, they only have three movies playing right now. It's Avengers, Pokemon. Because yeah, the fucking yeah. Avengers takes three theaters. Yeah, it's like insane. Landmark has Amazing Grace, Tolkien. And Red Joan, 
I don't Ooh. even know what that is. Red, Red Jones? I think it's Judy Dench. <laughs> that sounds like a Judy Dench vehicle. Is that Judy Dench? I can't tell. And it's like the Pokemon movie. I don't know if I'm sick enough to go see Detective oh, God, Pikachu. Damn it. That seems like... I don't like Pokemon. I yeah. never played it. We I never, missed the... We were too old for Pokemon. Yeah. We were like 10 years ahead of that, or 5 years ahead of that. I missed it completely. I, I never had a Pokemon anything. A card, a video game, anything. But, uh... I mean, that detective, he's got a fun hat on. He might be fun. She's sniffing Actually, I'm out. She is sniffing. She's got to pee, and I've had enough. Have you had enough of enough? Fans, have you had enough? They have. They're like, we got to go. Yeah, Yeah, this seems like a show. Oh, we're over now? It's a good show. Yeah. We nailed it. I had fun. One of these, ooh, I'm going to do that thing I, I... I've talked about doing, but keep forgetting. Oh, wait, you're playing Cowboy already? You can still do it. Okay, I'm going to do it. Hold on. Put, put Cowboy on hold for a second. Folks, we've reached the end of the show. A lot of people we want to thank. Uh, do you want to do a benefits read? No, no benefits read, but, you know, we'd like to thank... Um Teffy and the Awkward Cuts. Love you. Um, Mike and Chris Crossing Sills. Um, wow. Uh, that kid who I slept with his girlfriend and he punched me in the face. Thank he, you. He's I, a super I forget fan. his name already. Uh, Christine was hers. Yep. You know, I really appreciate you guys for coming out. Um, big thanks to Paul Blart, Mark, Mall Cop, <laughs> and... Um, I like you're looking at your fridge for, for prompts. This is like the end of the usual suspects, but but in some sort of dope reverse. And um, Mrs. Doubtfire. Yes. And Vin Diesel. <laughs> All right, that's it. The um, I'm on Twitter and Instagram at Skip Season. Folks, have a good one. Have a good one, man. Ankner, A N K N E R at Instagram. <laughs>